Hey everyone, welcome to my podcast. I'm Lauren Coletti. I am now on YouTube, so please feel free to check me out on YouTube. I'm going to plug my link to my profile, my channel, I don't know what they call it, um, in the show notes, so feel free to check that out. Also, stay tuned for my book, which should be coming at the end of this month. Super excited about that and I will also plug my Instagram in the show notes as well so you can give me a follow. I've been posting a lot more poetry lately and feeling inspired to create more writings and things of that nature. So I wanted to say all that before I forget at the beginning of this episode. Today I'm bringing you something different. I am bringing you my coaching call with the wonderful Salwa Kyobi. She is a manifestation coach with the To Be Magnetic Expanded Podcast and I do the work and in this episode I had this session today we really worked through some things that I think a lot of people will be able to relate to and connected a lot of the dots which I didn't even connect my childhood to this pattern of feeling like love is pain and I have to endure abuse and that trauma is love I've learned to associate suffering and love and develop this belief somewhere along the way that in order to sustain a connection I have to allow people into my life who make me feel bad about myself or are mean to me and that really shows through in our talk together and I'm going to do a lot of reflection on that and I also uncover some other limiting beliefs that have led me to attract emotionally unavailable people into my life which I feel a lot of us if you're 50% of the population have an insecure attachment style you will be able to perhaps see yourself in this episode Sal has been my coach for several months now I think that she is incredible and I would love for you to check out her and the work that she's doing over at to be magnetic which has helped me grow in so many ways I've been a member for almost the last year, I've been listening to the Expanded Podcast for about a year now, and I do notice a lot of things, and Salwa helped me to manifest my current job as a director, and although I don't feel ready to jump off this cliff and personally feel like I'm going to run into the fire, um, I do notice a lot of shifts, and I've been asserting myself more and getting better at setting boundaries, which we talk about a lot so stay tuned for this episode it's about an hour long i think you'll be able to absorb a lot from this episode and feel free to contact me with any questions if you want to reach out to salwa i will link her instagram profile as well as to be magnetic their website in the show notes all right thanks for listening this week i hope you enjoy and i'll talk to you guys in the next episode i know that there's a lot going on right now it sounds like you're yeah so catch me up with how you've been since we last talked since we last talked I have taken so many leaps um I feel like I've done things in the last like two three months that I wouldn't have done before like I feel like I've been growing a lot in regards to setting boundaries and just um putting my foot down and not putting up with behavior that I would have entertained in the past. Um, So I think we last spoke and I was being sexually harassed at work by, um, I did end up telling my boss and I didn't 
did end up blocking him. I think like within a few hours after our conversation. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and then I also set a boundary with my friend that I went on a trip with. I told her how I was feeling, yes, um, I which she that. also suggested. <laughs> and she surprisingly took it very well and apologized. And um, awesome. yeah, so after that. Um, and how did it go with when you talked to your your boss? How was my that? Boss, my boss didn't do anything whatsoever. Um, which it's, so the building I work in, there's union employees and non-union employees. And this person that was sexually harassing me is in the union, which I don't know why that matters, but essentially um, he like can't get fired. So they didn't do anything, (laughs) but he has left me alone. So yeah, good. And you're wanting a new job anyways. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Sorry. So continue. And then the friend who responded well, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She responded well, apologized. And I was feeling really um, just proud of myself for doing that. I didn't have any manifestations come through or anything like that. Um, but I have noticed in the last couple of weeks being majorly, majorly tested mm. and um I'm just starting to feel very discouraged and frustrated because I feel like I am passing these tests, Mm -hmm. but I feel like my manifestations continue to elude me and I'm not really sure why I'm not sure what the issue is and what's blocking me. So that's why I wanted to speak with you today. Okay. So, um, well, what, let's talk through and the main manifestations are still moving abroad and a new job with at least a base of 80 K right. Um, I know also your book is in there in terms of like more macro as well. Um, but is that correct? Yes. Okay. And so what talk, let's start with like the, the new tests that have been coming up for you. Yeah. So I guess the first one is I, uh, after breaking up with my ex-boyfriend in July, um, which was very scary for me, but I'm, I'm so happy. Like I feel so much peace in my heart that I'm not in that relationship anymore because it was extraordinarily abusive and it's really nice to not be insulted every day. So, um, I feel so much peace with the ending of that relationship. So after that had ended, um, I didn't want to really date or see anyone cause I want to focus on myself right now. And then someone at work um, ended up asking me for my number and I did find him to be attractive. So, and he seemed very nice. So I gave him my number and um, I don't want to be involved with him anymore. Um, He's very, he told me flat out, like, I don't trust women. I'm not emotionally available. I just want to friends with benefits, which is not what I'm looking for at this time. So um, I essentially like set an energetic boundary and just kind of distance myself from this person because I'm not interested in entertaining that anymore. So I don't know. I just finished Unblock Boundaries, by the way, which I found to be an incredible workshop. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was, <laughs> I was like, I, I'm going to actually redo it again. Cause I feel like there's so much information to digest. Yeah, Sure. Um, but I started with the energetic boundary just to create some space and distance myself from this person. Cause I don't think it aligns with what I ultimately want for myself down in the future. Um, 
But if need be, I will set a verbal boundary. I think he kind of has backed off. It's only been like a week or two since I last um, got together with him. So if I need to set a verbal boundary, if he asks me to hang out again, I'm ready to do that. Great. But I don't know if I need to do that without him asking or if I should wait until he does ask to get together again. I don't know if it matters. Um, no, I think the energetic is always our strongest, right? And you really knowing and seeing. So like, what was your, can you walk me through a little bit of like, did you find out right away? Like, what was the kind of timeline for you? So I, so I want us to kind of talk about your internal like progress with this too. Yeah. So, um, he's a lot younger than me. He's only 22, <laughs> which it, it sounds like, oh, it's just age, but it's kind of a big deal for me at this point. Okay your maturity level from your early twenties to I'm almost 30 years old is kind of drastic. Yeah. So, um, and there was just a lot of red flags. Like he, um, he said he never has time. He said that he sometimes just falls off the face of the earth and ghosts people. So there was just a lot of things that, um, don't line up with like the qualities I want in a partner. And on top of that, um, he's, I found out he's talking to multiple girls at work. So that was just kind of like a deal breaker for me. Sure. Um, so I, I don't have interest in speaking with him did romantically. You feel, did you feel it kind of did you feel the rate in which you were like, oh no, like, do you feel like it was, I'm not saying quicker is necessarily better, but just like when we can see our progress of like, you know, maybe in the past, it would have taken you a lot longer versus now. Do you feel like it was like, oh, quick? No. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, I don't think you need to set a verbal button unless he is crossing your boundary or like is asking you for something and you're like, I don't want to do that. Otherwise okay. like, I would say like live your life and do what you need. Okay. Yeah. Cool. You feel, I mean, if you feel like you need to say something, but it sounds like you're doing what you need, which is like, I'm not even fantasy. Like there's nothing here. And like, that's it. I'm moving on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready to, to move on. And I'm not trying to be rude to him or anything. If I see him in the hallway, like I'll say hi, but I'm not going out of my way to see him. I'm not initiating him coming into my office. I'm not asking him to hang out. So I think that that should be enough. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if you're like, I feel like in my power in this situation, that's also what matters. And it sounds like you do. Yeah, for sure. I do. So I think that was a test. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And I think sometimes like those tests, well, what do you think was a test for you? Why was it a test for you? Just because, um, well, there, it's kind of overlapping with another situation. I mean, I, I did end up sleeping with him. Okay. And, and I don't know why I did that because it's so funny that day. I literally was like, Lauren, I do not want to hang out with him. Like every inch of my being was like, I don't want to see him. I just need to be by myself today. This was a couple of weeks ago. And, um, he asked me to hang out and I was just like, yeah, sure. I'd love to. And I ended up sleeping with him and, um, I just, that's when I lost interest. I was just like, okay, I don't want to just be a casual hookup. I don't want this. This doesn't feel empowering. If anything, I just feel worse. Um, so since then, that's when I kind of backed out of the situation. It was kind of just like a one and done thing. I never want to do it again. Yeah. And so when I hear that, I hear like a couple of things. One, there was a little bit of running into the fire, right? Cause you're like, oh, I don't want to do this. And I did it. 
but yeah. now it seems like the burn is there. I'm done. Yeah. It's like those, you know what I mean? Like where you find, you know, like, okay, I, this is not what I want. Is that what it feels like where you're finding completely like, oh my God, yeah. this is for sure? Not what I'm looking for anymore. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that there, that was a test in terms of, you know, also what are the new boundaries you set for yourself for dating, right? Like if you find yourself in this pattern of maybe moving quicker than you want to, or anything where you are like, this is what I've settled for in the past in terms of behavior. And if that's familiar, then like moving forward, it's like, what are the boundaries you're going to set for yourself when it comes to dating um, and who you will exchange your like level of intimacy with, whether that's physical, emotional, whatever. Um, And then, yeah. So it sounds like it was a test. You ran into the fire a little bit, but you're like, I'm, I'm done. Yes. Got the message. <laughs> okay. So what's, what, what's the one that it's bleeding into the other test? Yeah, this is a really big test. Um, potentially like the biggest test I've had in a while. Um, and partially the reason why I scheduled this call. So in June, I went to Europe, I went to Greece and Italy And I just, I found it so interesting because I listened to your episode um, when you first started as a coach and you said you felt like this soul connection to Italy. And I was like, that's- Oh, I said that, that's so funny. (laughs) I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, I was like, that's so interesting. Like I feel such a soul connection to Italy and Spain. And that's part of the reason why I want to move to Spain and work remotely so that I can live in Italy and Spain. Um, But anyway, I went there in June. I just like fell in love with the countries. And I, I met, it's always a boy. I met someone, um, which I'm really grateful for meeting him because he is part of the reason why I exited my relationship with my abusive ex. Like he, I believe I met him. He expanded me so much to the point where I said, you know what, I I'm done with this. So his name was Ramatsan. He was from Albania and we kept in contact since I left and returned home, we would talk every day, FaceTime, speak every single day. Um, So a few weeks ago, I said, I want to go back to Italy and visit him. Mm -hmm. Um, So I set up this trip. I was supposed to leave three days ago to go to Italy to see him for a week. Mm -hmm. I was so excited. Like I was looking forward to it so, 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 so much. And then I think it was three days before my flight, my friend sends me his TikTok and there's a girl all over his TikTok. Um, They're making videos together. She's calling him her love, Um, just like sexual undertones. It's them duetting each other, I think it's called. And he's like biting his lip and all this stuff. So I canceled my flight immediately without even talking to him about it, which I don't know if that was a good idea or not, but I just said like, fuck this. I deserve better than this. I'm canceling my flight. I'm not spending thousands of dollars and crossing continents to someone that's playing me. Sure. So I thought that was kind of like a power move because (laughs) I don't know if it was a power move or just me being impulsive. Um, I told him I canceled my flight. And I said, I have found this person on your socials and whatnot, and I'm not coming anymore right now. And he just freaked out and was so verbally abusive 
He said, you deserve to die. I hate you so much. She's just a friend. You're crazy. Your behavior is abnormal. All you care about is money. That's why you canceled your flight. With sending all these degrading, disrespectful messages, um, I decided to not answer to try to just protect my peace because I, I didn't feel that was very kind of him and something worth engaging in. So he kept going and going. And then I decided to block him <laughs> um, because someone like that can't be reasoned with, you know, um, I get you're angry, but there's no need to talk to me that way. So I blocked him on WhatsApp. He transferred over to Instagram. How dare you block me? Like just all this stuff, this side of him that I'd never seen. Um, and he, he decided to call me and I answered just to hear him out. And he was just like, you've done me so wrong. You've hurt me so bad. No one's ever hurt me like this. I trusted you. Like all this stuff, I did nothing wrong. So I said to him, I'm sorry, but it's over between us. Like I would have happily come in the future if you had just explained to me nicely what's going on. But since you've spoken to me in such a demeaning way, I will not stand for that. Mm. And I decided to um, delete him off of Snapchat and unfollow him on Instagram and all that stuff. So I think that that was standing in my worth by doing that because it was very uncomfortable and it would have just been easy to just ignore it and take him back, mm -hmm. but I didn't do that. So I think that was a test. Yeah. So one, I'm so sorry that that happened. That's like, so <laughs> I know. My question for you is what's the, um, the question mark or the, like, I think it was a test. Was I in my worth? What's, what's going on where you are questioning that that is because I, I agree that you were, it was, and you did, you were in your power and in your worth, but what's the hesitancy for you where you're, it sounds like you're unsure. Because like part of me wants to unblock him, not reach out to him but just unblock him just because I don't, I don't know. I don't like having bad blood with people. I'm not angry at him at all, which I kind of wish that I was, but I'm more so just hurt. And like, part of me wants to leave the door open, not to have a romantic relationship with him. Um, but just, I don't know. There's like a part of me in there that just still wants to talk to him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I think that's the ultimate test, right? in terms of what I mean is one, it was a test, right? It like, that's not the type of person you want to be with. Correct. No. Not to mention he was completely gaslighting and he probably was lying, which is why he had such a big response. Like there's no need for that unless you are actually guilty of the thing that you are. True. Right. Um, and um, obviously not emotionally unavailable because he's clearly seeing somebody else. Um what I want to get at in terms of this test is to me, it's really triggering that wound of like, there's a part of you or inner child wound that still feels like they need to make this person feel better or mm -hmm. like not have bad blood. It's like, well, um, and I'll like almost like, um, it sounds like you're wanting to like not be romantic, but feel like you don't want to hurt his feelings or you don't want to like, right. And that's really the thing that still needs to be. And I'm not saying like, you have so much more work to do, but I think that's really the, the heart of this test is like, you did the aligned action thing, but subconsciously there's still something where it's like, 
I'm not allowed to do that. I'm, my needs don't matter. And I do have to um, still make this person feel okay, which is a lot of like the upbringing that we talked about for you, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's- what, so what part, like when I say that, what, what does that remind you of specifically right away in terms of like young Lauren, who's like, I, I need to kind of, you know, still cater or prioritize this person who is harming me. It's weird because nothing from my childhood comes to mind. Only in my adult years have I felt like that. Like I need someone to feel like I still love them, even though they've hurt me. Like it's almost better to keep the person and the disrespect rather than it is to lose them. Mm -hmm. But so there's nothing around... I like Mercury has been like composting my other computer deleted all of my old notes. So like, I can't, <laughs> oh, no. but, um, what about like growing up in terms of, um, forgive me if I've forgotten this, but like, do you feel you like, like, oh, my needs matter in terms of the people who took care of me? Not at all. Right. So what was that like? What was the energy there? Was it all about them? It was mom and dad, right? Yeah. And what was their relationship like? My mom took care of my dad because he was terminally ill. Right. Okay. And then, but what about in terms of um, behavior or like kind of um, one person taking up most of the space? Yeah. I don't know why. I can't remember much, if any, of my childhood, um, which probably speaks to something in itself. I don't recall observing their relationship at all, I guess, because I was so young. Um, but I just know my mom took care of my dad and whatever my dad said went, like was final. It yeah. didn't matter what anyone else said. Right. So even that energy, and I don't think it necessarily has to be expressed in the exact same way. Um, but I do know you've gone through a lot of traumatic things. And so I think that like, even even that, right, which is like, the only needs that matter is him, mm. right? Is that how you describe it? Which is like, it doesn't matter what anyone else says. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. I have yep. the final say and that's what it is. And we have to now cater to that person. Yeah. Um, and even like the illness thing, I don't know if maybe um, there was also a layer of like, still not being reciprocal. There was not like a lot of um, reciprocation, but also on top of the fact that he was ill, made it even more of like a um needing to like cater even more is that does that yeah because he was um I don't know my mom made a lot of excuses for him that he only acted like angry and scary because he was sick so I was afraid of him right so even that right like anger like he basically was projecting and outbursting and like making an excuse for it. And now you're with this person who is literally angry, projecting, and there's something that I'm hearing, which is like, oh, I still need to like make it right. Or I need to tiptoe or I need to make sure, right? Like, and that's what I'm saying in terms of that inner child who was like, oh, we're supposed to do this in this type of situation versus actually we're allowed to not tolerate that. We now can walk away and we can choose ourselves first. But when we're little, we didn't, we couldn't because we didn't have another choice. True. 
right? And so right now when you're saying, I want to keep the door open, it's like not flat out saying it, but I'm hearing like, he gets a pass. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's what it is. Like he gets a pass on that. And like dad always got a pass regardless of what it was. And so that's kind of the, that's what I, that's um the like nuance part of this test. You know how you, cause what I'm hearing too, and I, I understand the frustration of like another test, another one, but do you see how they're getting even more um, uh, like obvious, but also layered, right? And so, yeah. Yeah. And so I think that that's important for you to note too, which is really like, obviously life really, really wants you to work through this piece because it's like one, the first one, the guy like you slept with, you're like, I know I didn't want to do that. Um, and you're like, you, you ran into the fire. You're like, now I'm finally done. And then was it after which one came first? Was it that? And then the guy in Europe? So the guy from Europe has been for the last several months. Um, but it was the day after I canceled my flight that I slept with the guy from there. Okay. Got it. So let's talk about that. What part of the cancellation and that turmoil led you to make the choice with the unavailable guy at work? Was there anything that was just like, fuck it. Or like, I don't even like, because the fact that it happened and then that happened, you know what I'm saying? Like it was definitely correl- like big connection. Yeah, I feel like if my flight wasn't canceled and I did go to Italy, I wouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, what do you think that you were trying to gain or numb or get from that situation? Do you think, or like forget? Like, what do you think was happening there? I think it was a combination of like numbing how I felt, trying to make myself feel better, and then trying to just like forget about wrong so it was yeah Yeah. and so that's kind of like these have been hard-hitting tests and I think it can be so debilitating sometimes when it's just like another one but I think (laughs) I think we can get wrapped up in like being upset that we're getting another opportunity but I think you need to ask yourself also why is it that I'm still getting these opportunities what is it that's not fully um uh, that still needs to click a little deeper subconsciously for me to move out of this pattern. Cause it's like one, this guy, um, Ram who verbally abused you, abused you. Um, and you're feeling like you need to give a pass or he's deserving of a pass. Um, he's not, I just want to affirm that to you. And, but the, I also want to affirm to you that it's not, I don't think it's you who thinks that, but wounded inner child, you thinks that that's what she has to do. Right. Yeah. And then after that, you went into uh, some, like a coping mechanism in a way, even though you got burnt and you realized like, God, that's not what I wanted. But do you see why those things needed to happen in a way? And like, not needed, especially not the verbal abuse. That's not what I mean it, but like why possibly, um, uh, even when I say attracted, I'm not saying I want to be really clear that I'm, that's not what I think that you're sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But no like, now, do you see why that was okay? This, this is the, the, the sequence of events that needed to happen for me to really, really um, continue to like fully unblock and not just through my actions. Cause you're taking those actions up, right? You're ignoring that guy. You're like um, you blocked him. You're, you blocked Rom. You're, you're not engaging with an unavailable guy at work, but subconsciously there's still a thing where it's like, am I allowed to, do my needs actually matter? Am I allowed to say no to this abusive person? Am I allowed to, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, I'm just, I guess I'm confused because I don't know, since they are so complex, I feel like, do I have to pass every single test in order to get a manifestation? Because I feel like a couple months ago, I was so proud of myself for telling my boss and blocking the guy from work and setting the boundary with my friend. I was like, for sure, something even small will come through. And it was like nothing. And now with the guy from my job, Dan, um, like I decided I'm done. I'm setting that energetic boundary. Do I have to like pass every single test to the fullest extent to get a single manifestation? Like, I guess I'm just feeling very discouraged. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's not so much like, do I have like, yes, we want to pass tests, but it's not even like, oh, now I'm being punished because I didn't. To me, it's more of you pass those other tests with like the friend and everything and what you manifested were bigger tests. <laughs> and I know that yeah. sounds like, oh my God, that's so <laughs> shitty. But at the same time, if you think about it, if you were like, wow, I'm in my worth, this is what I deserve. This is what I believe. There wouldn't be this back and forth with like giving Rom the ability or even the opportunity to ever speak to you or communicate with you again. Right. And even from that standpoint, it's like, you wouldn't have maybe needed to get some form of like a hit of validation or something from this guy who was unavailable. Yeah. I, I say that with so much love, but that's yeah. kind of the, um, instead of like, God, do I have to pass all these tests? It's kind of like, again, I think that's not the most helpful question. It's more of like, what do I need to really, um, what do I further need to, what lesson do I really need to finally learn inside throughout my body in my gut that this is not going to happen again. Right. Cause even you like passing this test with both of those people, especially the one at work, I think that's great, especially because energetically it feels like that's really done, but Rom energetically, it's not done. Mm -mm. Yeah. And that's the real, that's like, that's why this is such a big test. And that's why you're calling it more. And I feel like the fact that they're getting bigger and even more something really like that to me is evidence that like something really, really does want to connect with you. And that doesn't mean that you're not deserving of it, but it just means that like, you know, unfortunately, that's just like, what's kind of <laughs> fortunately and unfortunately, that's kind of what's present right now, but you've also made so much progress. Like the fact with your friend, the other things, like you're doing things that you even like you, the fact that you blocked him right away, the fact that you canceled your flight, I think in the past, you might've still gone. Yeah. Right. And so even that you can see that like, yes, it's a test, but it's also you're at a different level. And now there's just like this other layer that I think is still lingering in terms of like, if you're calling in and what, what are you calling in right now? Money, home, which is all connected to love. Your tests are always in partnership. So I think that like, in order for you to really receive and even get closer to that life that you're asking for, we need to finish working on like why you still believe or why you think that you have to um, sacrifice feeling that way to make amends with this person. I know. I was also wondering, like, can you, if this is even a correct terminology, can you half pass tests? Because I, I feel like. Mm -hmm. I half passed the test by blocking him and canceling my flight, but there's like another part of it that I haven't passed. Yeah. I think it's like, I think you did the biggest part, right? Which is the energetic high self-worth, which is like, I'm blocking him. I'm not talking to him again. 
And what's lingering is something that you can feel through and work out it on your own, but you need to also like, are those boundaries still up? Like, have you, are, is he still blocked on everything? Like what's, what's okay. Tell me what's going on. Um, no. So I had blocked him on WhatsApp, deleted him on Snapchat. And then, um, after he asked me, he said on Instagram, we were talking on Instagram and he said, I'm sorry. I treat people that way when I get mad, but I don't mean anything by it. Exactly what your dad, exact same thing, right? Literally. It's so true. Yeah. It's so true. He doesn't mean it. Yeah. Um, He said, and I realized this was a manipulation tactic. He said, I understand if you don't want to talk to me anymore, just let me know. I said, you're right. I don't want to talk to you anymore. I'm sorry. I can't right now. I wish you the best of luck. Maybe in the future, if I'm ever in Italy, I'll say hi. And he goes, fuck you. I hope I never see you again. I wish we never met. Mm. And then he blocked me on Instagram. (laughs) Mm. Um, Then when I found out he blocked me on Instagram, I unblocked him on WhatsApp because I was like, oh my God, this is over. I lost him. So I unblocked him on WhatsApp. And then yesterday he ends up unblocking me on Instagram, I guess, because he reached out to me and ended up apologizing and asked if we could be friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you haven't actually fully passed this test, even with the blocking piece. Mm-hmm. And so I think when you're getting frustrated with like, why do I keep getting more tests? I think being honest with like, even the question, like, do I have to pass them all? It's kind of like, you're asking like, well, can I still get what I want and like play small? And it's like, no, damn it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of what I'm hearing is like, well, I still get that. Cause I kind of did it. Like I kind of, I'm still settling, but not as much. And it's like, well, if you're wanting bigger things and you're wanting this transition, you're going to have to also, there's this quote that I love. It's like, um, you like, uh, what is it? Um, if you want abundance, like you need to risk abundantly. And mm. right now you're wanting a bigger life. You're wanting more pay. You're wanting, uh, your book, you're wanting to move and have that freedom for yourself. And what are you willing to do? And what are you willing to no longer settle for to get that? Yeah, exactly. I thought that last night too. So it's funny that you said that. Yeah. And so I think that, so I just want you to like, when you're kind of like, and of course, like feeling upset and being like, there's more tests that can be really overwhelming. But I think again, not like how many more do I have to pass, but really like, well, you haven't fully passed this one either. So no. let's jump ahead. Right. Um, and I, I don't say that to shame you. I just want to be as honest as possible. Um, and so I think, you know, right now, when you're thinking I'm going to lose him, what's, what's going on? What are you feeling now in terms of like, I'm going to lose what are you actually subconsciously like out of low self-worth? What do you think you're losing? And then what are you actually losing? So what's that, that trigger of like, oh my God, I'm going to lose him. Where's that coming from? What, what are you afraid of? Like, you're not going to get something else. Your, he was your one shot. What's coming up? It's just interesting. I feel like I'm never going to feel that way about someone again. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Which- and- Mm-hmm. It's probably a good thing because the only times I've felt that way about people are when they're abusive. So, yeah. And there's another, okay. See, and there's another example there. So it's like, 
And I don't want to de- discount like other ways in which he expanded you because it sounds like he did and it, you left yeah. that other one, but also you can see now that there's still a little bit of subconscious projection of like, this is the dynamic that I deserve and that I have to like fight for or like um, settle for. And hopefully maybe they will change or they'll not change or whatever. And I think that's still that like inner child wound of like one, you seeing that being scared of your dad. And another one is like you seeing your mom and correct me if I'm wrong, also accepting a sort of behavior that she probably also didn't deserve. Is that correct? In terms of like maybe the way he um, either spoke to her or like how her needs were not met. Yeah. I think she sacrificed her whole life for my dad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like with, yeah, exactly. And then, and, um, with, with, uh, with, uh, what's the word, um, with stained, with stained abuse in some way, I'm assuming it wasn't just you. It was like to everyone. Yeah. I don't remember that part, but I'm, well, sure, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, fun. in terms of when you were saying you were scared of him and he would get angry and she would, uh, say it's only because of x y and z it's probably safe to say that she was also in his line of fire mm-hmm. right I bet yeah I bet she was because I actually found a letter maybe like six months ago that I wrote to my mom when I was nine or ten and it was like I'm really afraid of daddy I can't give you this letter in front of daddy because I'm scared he's gonna hurt me um just like a very disturbing letter and my mom kept it in her robe pocket and I brought it up to her a few months ago and she was like, well, your dad was sick. That wasn't who he really was. Okay. Yeah. So still making excuses. And even that, even if you didn't necessarily remember seeing it from her, you felt it from you, which is like her basically reinforcing to you, you have no other choice, but to be scared and uh, fearful and like still make sure that he's okay. Yeah, I picked that up. And I also picked up that people you love are mean to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have to deal with it. Yeah. Right. And so that's kind of this, what this is hitting on is like, this person is mean to you. You're like feeling like you have to deal with it. And it's familiar in the sense of like, oh, I know how to navigate this situation. I know how to like, you know, like it's just like going back into that role. And then also like unblocking and feeling like, and also saying, well, I want to remain friends, but it's like, really is that really what you're wanting and also like is that really true like you're now just suddenly going to be friends with this person it's like no yeah I know that that's a lie (laughs) yeah yeah right and so let's kind of like let's walk through this so that you're really you're actually passing this test and also moving forward I'm not to like do in a scary way which like oh you're going to get more but really kind of look at um instead of like frantically trying to like rush through passing these tests as you can see this one is like layered with so many other things from here, after we kind of like work through how you can work through this is not necessarily even anticipating, but being more solution oriented, which is like, okay, I'm aware that I might get a few more tests that are going to hit on this deeper childhood insecurity. What might that look like? And what do I need to do to protect myself? How do I need to go slow? How do I like, what are the things I need to have in place for me so that you're not feeling like it's a punishment, but more of like, these are the lessons I'm learning and have learned and I'm solidifying. And I trust that like this next test or opportunity test, I'm, I'm going to be more aware of like what it's really like poking at for me. Yeah. That sounds good. Cause I, I just want, I just want 
my manifestation so bad. Like, yeah, I'm just, I guess I'm just feeling like a little bit hopeless, but this is helping me to see that it's not necessarily a punishment. It's just that the life I want for myself is on the other side of these hard yeah. situations. Yeah. yeah. And I also think that, um, you know, the, the desperation energy of really wanting it very badly, um, doesn't allow us to like take these moments where we're pausing and reflecting and doing the thing. You're just kind of like, okay, I did it. Okay. Maybe I didn't. And I'm going back. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's like a desperate action versus running yeah. and which is leading the, like, I just want the thing at the end versus like, well, what am I actually needing to learn? So that the thing at the end also, not even the end, but like my next opportunity, um, I am going to uh, operate from high self-worth. I am going to like be able to sustain that thing because the person who has that type of job, the person who's going to Europe and lives there and living their life, how do they show up? How, mm-hmm. What kind of behavior do they allow into their life? What kind of um, boundaries do they uh, maintain for themselves? So sure. even looking at those, what those, what the, this next up level for you, what does that actually represent about how you want to show up in life and for you? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's less about like the thing, but more of like, oh, right. The me who has that freedom with that job and all this stuff, like, what is she doing? Mm-hmm. And so that when you're taking these steps, you're moving in alignment with what that, that version of yourself that you're wanting to connect with, who has those manifestations. Cause it's beyond like the job, like, yeah, those are all great, but it's really like, what does that really mean for me? Like, why do I want that thing so badly? Yeah. Do you want those things so badly? Um, I just feel like it would bring the sense of freedom and I just feel so empowered and be able to explore and just be curious and learn new things, meet new people, just feel just like complete independence too. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so even those words, I want to feel empowered. I want to feel independent. I want to feel the freedom to explore, connect with new people. It's like, yeah. So this person is, you're giving your independence away for them and a a little bit your freedom, right? Because you're like allowing them to dictate certain things. Um, You're like, it's, you're not feeling empowered at the end of it. Right. So like, even those things are off and like they're going in different directions. And not only that, but I think the discouragement can sometimes, in my opinion, come from like, um, when you're also not showing up for yourself fully, like we broke down this test and all the ways we're kind of like, yeah, I'm not doing X, Y, and Z. That is a slow leak. So it's really hard for you to feel empowered and like good things are coming when you're not keeping your word to yourself and you're not like withholding your boundaries and you're not really fully past, like really um, feeling empowered from those actions. So also knowing like, what are the things I'm going to do to allow me to feel, to like create that evidence of like, I am powerful. I am strong. I can do this because mm. we're doing the opposite with this test. It's like when people, I get a lot of clients who are like dating and they find dating really discouraging, but they're just like dating from their wounding. It's like, well, of course that's discouraging. Cause you're not actually dating from a place of empowerment. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're, we're wanting an outcome of like feeling powerful, but we're doing disempowering things and then being frustrated. And it's like, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the solution is not to get mad at dating right yeah okay so let's go back to this test um so where are you at right now in terms of communication and how you're feeling with Ron I mean I feel obviously like I was so devastated yesterday I was feeling so depressed and then when he called me I felt 
just immediate relief. Like, and I took like, I'm okay. Or like, he still wants, like, he still wants me around. It was like night and day. Like I went from feeling so lonely, disappointed and sad to just feeling like I took a hit of Novocaine and it was just all gone, which I I found to be pretty telling. Um, He, we talked on the phone and he told me like that he wasn't ready for a relationship and that we could just, you know, be friends. And um, he's, we ended like that. He's like, I'll call you tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So call you today, tomorrow, which is today. Yeah. Okay. And has he called? No, he, he's with his friends. Um, they're also a six hour time difference. So he usually calls at like seven, eight, nine at night. Okay. So what's going to happen? What did you first, before our call foresee happening in terms of him calling today? Um, you like, I'm going to pick up, I'm going to just have a conversation with him and things are maybe going to get better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, and what, what do you think that, what do you think young Lauren is, uh, the relief that she is getting from knowing he's going to call, knowing that like, it might get better. Um, it feels like, I guess a warm blanket, like comforting that I haven't lost love. Mm-hmm. And even when you were growing up and feeling scared, what were the moments where you felt um, I'm assuming it was like hot and cold. Like, did your dad then ever turn around and was like all of a sudden super nice? No, I would be punished for like days and then I would have to ask for his forgiveness. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then what would happen after that? He would forgive me and things would go back to normal. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so there's a sense of like needing to. So even with that, when you're saying like, love means people, I think you said earlier, love, love is, what did you say? Like people are mean to me. I think you said something like, I have to put up with them treating me poorly because that's what love is. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's almost, yeah, I think it's definitely that. And you haven't, I forgot what wound we touched on last. I know we've touched on my needs don't matter. Was there another one that you worked through from last time or is that the one? I would say that other big wounds for me is like fear of abandonment and feeling unlovable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I think that even with this one, it's like, I have to, like, I have to endure, even like I have to endure like pain in order to receive love, or I have to endure, you know what I mean? Like there's a level here where you're like, I am supposed to take this person's wrath to like, and, and whatever, in order to like be in their life and like get their love. Completely. And like, that's why this is like super hitting on that. So I think, um, let's talk about before the energetic piece and like the closure piece for you, what you would need to work on without him around in my opinion, right? What, what's your right now? Like what's the verbal and action boundary that you need to place and not, not walk back from? I guess with him, it would be to um, cut off all ties of communication. Um, I just like, I don't know why. I just don't feel like I'm ready to do that. Hmm. Yeah. It feels so scary, like a huge leap. Yeah. Um, Well, one, I want to say you left 
a pretty terrible relationship. That was at that time. How scary was that? Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. You didn't do that to do the same thing again, right? I know. Yeah. Um, and again, like you have to decide just kind of like when you slept with that unavailable person at work, you're like, oh, okay, ran into the fire. I don't want that type of love. You have to ask yourself, do I need to run into this fire? Do I need to keep talking to this person? Is that something that I need to learn, continue to learn? And there's no right or wrong answer, but you have to be honest with that because that's what happens when we're like passing these tests and you're like trying to pass it to get the thing, but you're like, you have to decide, am I really ready to pass this? Or am I like pretending to pass it to try and get that manifestation <laughs> only to go back, right? Because that's really what's happening. So you need to decide, okay, I need to, I'm going to run into this fire again until I learn it or this is really hard. These are the things that I'm going to do after I cut off this communication. But like, I want to be aligned with the Lauren that I described who has the life that I'm calling in. And it's not necessarily, it's not going to be necessarily easy. I think you're more than capable, but you have to make that decision so that you're also not projecting the frustration onto like, am I being punished the universe or whatever? You have to ask yourself like, how much am I willing to risk and no longer settle for? Yeah. It's funny that you said the, the energetic of like pretending to pass the manifestation and like half passing it. Because when you said that I was having a thought earlier, like, oh, does all the other tests with the guy from work and my friend, like, does that mean nothing because this test is bigger? Oh, it doesn't mean nothing. No, not, it does. It definitely means something because like you wouldn't have gone this one if you didn't pass the others too. Like, <laughs> like what I mean is like, you wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't, um, like when it's hitting on our wounds, a lot of times you hear this talk about, right. It gets harder. It gets harder. And this one, like you did those and you're like, Oh, I can do this. I can do this. And this one is like, wow, we it's hitting on such a core wound. It's hitting on so many things. And that's why it's so hard where you're just like, wait, I did do all of those, but yet whoa, this one's like effing really hard. So hard. Right. But I think at the same time, do you need to delay the things that you're not even delay them, but like, and not even about the manifestation, but delay how you want to feel about yourself. Cause that's mm-hmm. really ultimately what this is about. In my opinion, that's like bigger than anything that you could like physically manifest, but like, how do you want to show up and feel about yourself and your choices and like feeling empowered, feeling like you can explore, feeling freedom, feeling independence, feeling like I am worthy of having people in my life romantically or not romantically that like your friend, that was a huge expander to be like, oh, I told her something and she apologized. That didn't have, that happened to expand you, to show you my needs do matter. Right. Yeah. So like that, like you also have to see like, me passing those tests and what did they teach me so that in this situation I can be like, no, actually, I actually know that there are people who value my needs. I just did this and that was super hard. Hmm. And obviously this is a relationship. So it has even more resonance to our childhood. So, which makes it even harder. Um, but that, that even that experience, I don't want you to, um, dismiss that because like she responded in the way that you are like, like that match your deservingness too of like, yeah, I do deserve a friend who will listen to me and hear me out and apologize Mm -hmm. without putting me down, without name calling me, without X, Y, and Z. And so even with those boundaries or like 
the other person at work and you being like, no, I'm done. I spoke up for myself. Instead of looking at like, well, there's more tests. It's kind of like, well, what did I learn from passing those tests? What was I met with? And how did I grow in that situation? And that's really what I need to access now, even more so. Yeah, I also didn't think of it in terms of my childhood too, but it's crazy how you connected the two and they are just like mirror reflections of each other because yesterday when he reached out to me, I almost felt like, wow, he's forgiven me for overreacting and canceling my flight. Like I felt like I earned his forgiveness. And right. I, <laughs> That's exactly know? what you had to do. You were punished until you had to like probably apologize for something you didn't do anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that was when you got the safety again. That's when everything was okay. That's when I was like, okay, cool. I'm like, I'm in good terms. Like everyone, everything's fine. And that's what that inner child is seeking. So I think that is something that you can do and empower and reinforce. Have you ever done EMDR? Is that something? I've done it a few times. I never stuck with it for like a year, but I did it for maybe like three months. Then my insurance changed and I couldn't do it anymore, but yeah. And maybe, you know, calling in something like that or seeing if your insurance will cover it or whatever to really have also some deeper um, assistance with this because it's a hard one. And it is like, you know, that's a, that's a huge situation. That's a lot. And I think that um, you do a lot of unblocking all these things. And even I did EMDR. There's certain things where I was just like, man, I need like something a little bit more. So I know that's expensive and there's a lot of things. So maybe even calling in like, uh, even on your list of like, some form of like help or modality to like with someone else to really get to like even deeper beyond what you can do by yourself. And even us in a coaching session is great, but like there's other things that might also be really helpful that you could revisit again. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So good yeah. Point. Um, and so, so you can either decide like, okay, I need to learn this lesson again. I need to like, you know, my inner child is right now the one who's running the show of this dynamic, right? It's not you, it's younger Lauren, who is like desperately so scared that she's not going to be forgiven and that she's going to have to be, because the thing is, it's like, um, what I'm picturing is you going to get a Paul getting, um, I'm sorry, um, forgiveness. And it's not like you're sitting there being like, but I didn't do anything. It's more of like, I'm being punished. I'm feeling terrible. And the only way out of this is for me to completely not think about myself and give it to the other person. Mm -hmm. right and like in that moment that's like what you had to do because you were like I don't want to be in this like isolated like whatever um uh I don't know how you would describe it but like pain so that's like the only that was the only way out but right now your inner child is thinking that's also the only way out and that's not true yeah right completely true yeah and so I think that like this is a big test, but like Lauren, I really think that you're beyond ready. Like the things that you've done and the things that you have walked away from you canceling your flight, that part of you was that like your higher self stepped in and was like, fuck no. Right. And of course it's battling with the inner child. Who's like, are you sure we're scared? Like, this isn't okay. Like, right. Um, but I think that you're more than capable of passing this and knowing that like, even if it's going to be hurt, painful, even if it's going to be scary, like, again, what's on the other side and not even thinking like, okay, then the manifestation will come through, but really like, this is the type of person I want to be. I want to be someone who's deserving of my freedom, my voice and being heard and being respected and being valued. Thank you for saying that. Cause I was starting to feel like 
it's just not possible. Like what I want for myself is just not meant to happen for me. Yeah. Um, that's not true because if it didn't, life wouldn't be sending you anything, it's like, whatever. but it's, it's coming because you are asking for more and it knows that you're capable and ready for more. And now this test, you can see it's like the ways in which you tried to immediately, but then like couldn't and like are go, like digressing a little bit, but I think that you're ready. And I think that you need to, um, you know, let that sink in. There will probably be another test. I don't know what that would look like just for you to, but at the same time, you don't have to be scared of that one. You just need to start be, building the evidence now that you're capable of that because you have been building that evidence. All of that evidence and all of the things you walk away from are here for a reason. That's to show you I can, and I can do this. I deserve this. And I just need to go in there and still kind of work through the wound that's still popping up, which is like, I have to endure, um, like pain and trauma to receive love and letting young Nor know that like, actually you're worthy of love as you are. And that's not something that you have to beg for or prove um, from someone else. Yeah, I appreciate that. And also another limiting belief was just like, I was thinking the last few days, well, maybe I just don't deserve to be happy. Like maybe what I want is just too big, too much. And I should just settle and coast, but I don't want to. <laughs> no, you don't. And I think that, um, and I think that that to me also sounds like just like the um, interpretation of like, I'm not getting it in these tests, but again, if we really reframe it of like, Ooh, I know why this had to happen for me. What am I like me closing this door on this person? What am I really closing the door on? Just like the last relationship, I'm finally really closing the door on like letting my inner child run the show and, and her still believing that this is a type of love that we deserve. It's not even about Rom. It's literally about like, this is my inner child wound. I need to like, this is no more and healing that. But I think that in order for you to give your space, that space, you can't, it's hard to like be doing that and also reinforcing at the same time and talking to this person. Cause now you're reinforcing that is what I deserve. Yeah. but then trying to f- fix it and doing the ads. It's like, well, I you know, know. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like even with unblocking everything, you've already run into the fire a little bit. It's already started. So it's like, do you need to really go further? Like, I think we know how this ends, right? We do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was saying, Lauren, don't make it for nothing. Like it's either you feel the pain now or you feel it again later. Even yeah. Worse. yeah. So let's talk through some solutions for when he does call tonight high self-worth solutions um I guess the highest self-worth solution would be to not answer or block or say something yeah so you can either wait till he calls or you can send a voice note you can send a text and be like hey you know what I realized that like this isn't going to work for me. Um, this isn't what I want. And I am going to be blocking you on all of the mediums. Please do not contact me. And I don't think you have to wait for him to call. This is your life. You can do it whenever you want. And I think that you can either send that text or whatever. I, I honestly don't think he, you need to call him. Like he does not deserve your time. I know. Um, and so. Uh, I think that you 
you can, you can send that text, let it go on all of the mediums. And it's up to you now. And also know that like, what might happen? Okay. He might say some things I've already heard them. And I know that that's not me. That's him. That's his shit. That's not mine. And then from there, you can start to do the work. And instead of like anticipating what test you need to pass to get the thing, I think now is the real, like, um, this is where the real shift is happening for you to be like, okay, this was a big one for me. What are the boundaries that I need to keep, which is not unblocking him. If he finds some other like wild way of reaching out to you, I'm not going to respond and I will block him there. Or I'm just going to like, not even engage these are the DIs I'm going to do. This is like what I'm going to call in for even more um, emotional and subconscious support. Um, And I think also like when was the last time, how have you reprogrammed if at all inner child uh, this wound through like the inner child workshop? Yeah. Inner child was like the first workshop I did like a year ago. So I think it might be time to revisit it. Yeah. And so I, yeah, absolutely. And so, uh, but before I continue there, do you have another question about like what I just said around this boundary? No, I was just going to ask if you had any workshops or DIs you recommended. Okay. Yeah. So what I would do is I would definitely go, it's definitely time to do inner child. Cause this is 100% an inner child wound. Um, and I would, when I, so this is what I would do. I would do unblocked inner child And on the days that you have off, um, or like if you take a day off, like if it's not every single day, then do, I think we did this kind of with the last workshop you did, do the unblocked, the new unblocked DI to further further reprogram this wound of like, I have to endure pain to be be loved, or I have to, um, I have to beg for love or like I, whatever, like kind of comes through for you that feels the best alongside inner child. And when you're doing unblocked inner child, what I would do is really think about like, what are, and you can even journal on this before. Um, there's definitely tons of questions in an inner child, but like thinking about what did younger Lauren need to see, to believe and feel, to feel like I'm worthy of having my needs met. I'm worthy of being seen and I'm worthy of love because I'm here and I am wanted because of who I am, period. What are those magnetic parents? What kind of life do they lead? What kind of communications do they have with me? Um, what are the ways in which they're expanding me to feel worthy on my own and that I don't have to go search for it or I have to settle um, to get it? Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I think when it comes to certain memories, you can either reprogram them through inner child or reprogram them through like the unblocked, right? And, and, and with this focus, because that's really what is what it's about. And again, love and money are so connected. So I think setting that boundary and also knowing like I did it, but this is where I like lost my footing and this is why, and I know what I'm doing with it moving forward. That's going to be great. You are going to call in more opportunities, not like punishment tests, but just more opportunities for you to be like, I am like, after this, I want you to write down and I'll send you a little bit of things of like, what do, instead of being scared of tests, what am I, um, what am I, what do I want to be ready for so that you're coming in it more empowered versus like, I'm getting punished or it's going to be a bad thing or like, what was me, which, you know, again, is that like the desperation, but really like, okay, what me doing this work and passing this test, what is that preparing me for? How is that going to strengthen my boundaries? How is that going to like, allow me to um, show up for myself in a whole new way? because I might get a a test and I'm going to know exactly what this is. I'm going to know what wound that is. I'm going to be able to take my time. I'm going to be able to like really pass it, even if it's scary Mm -hmm. and not kind of pass it or like try to like do just enough, you know what I mean? But fully be like, I want to pass that because 
this is just how I want to live my life moving forward. Yeah, that's a more empowered perspective for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you got this, like you, you're so strong and it's just the, it's just that little Lauren who's like, again, even the fact that like hadn't tied those two together yet, like this is really big in and of itself. Like even making that connection, I think is going to cause a lot of shifts. I don't know if you already feel it a little bit. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. something to reflect upon. I'm yeah. going to have to listen to this again. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> um, but so, you know, I'll send you this and some things, um, you know, uh, soon. And then, you know, you have the power to say what you need to say. And again, what would your higher self say? Not like what you need to excuse or apologize for, but like, I don't want to talk anymore. I thought I could do this, but I'm not ready. I am going to be blocking you on everything. Please do not reach out to me. Done. And if he does reach out to you and you can even say, if you reach out to me, I'm not going to respond. I need you to be really clear on what are those boundaries that you need to set and like that you need to keep. If he breaks them or tries, we already know that that might happen, right? Yes. The person who needs to um, withhold them is you. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Sala. <laughs> um, um, yeah, it was so good to see you. And I'm like, I think hopefully like, yeah, you're, um, I want you to be more empowered with the tests that are coming and the ones that'll come after that. Um, instead of, you know, following into like a more disempowered, which I get it been there totally, but like, I want (laughs) to know that you, you have the choices. All right. Okay. All right. Have a good day. Okay. Thank you so much. I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Take care.